Father's Day, everyone. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to all who have nurtured and raised children. Happy Father's Day to you who teach and mentor, who pass on what you have learned. Happy Father's Day to the fathers who share in dismantling the patriarchy and misogyny that has infiltrated the biblical narrative and the history of the church, to say nothing of politics and family life. We elevate fathers who teach their sons to respect women, fathers who love their daughters and encourage them to lead, fathers who model love in their homes, in their jobs, and in the world. Fathers who pass on love eternal as taught and exemplified by Jesus. My own dad passed on that love and a whole lot more to me and to my kids. Henry and I inherited his eyes, his blue eyes. I got his crazy hair. Uh, which on the side kind of it turns into clown hair if I let it. <clears throat> I got that crazy hair from the Franklin side of my dad, my dad's ancestry, his maternal ancestors, the same Franklins who flew kites and held keys in thunderstorms. Likely those same fools passed along the creativity that trickled down from my father to me. What my father has is mine. All that the father has is mine. This statement from Jesus today, it's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful phrase. It harkens back to the parable in Luke, the one we call the prodigal son, but which could also be called the man with two sons. You guys remember this? One son goes away, spends all his money, shames his father, but his father welcomes him back. The other son is mad about the father's kindness and forgiveness. And do you remember what the father says to the son who stayed home? You were with me always. All that I have is yours. It is that generosity, that connection, that abundance of grace into which Jesus invites us today. It is a passing on of spirit, a spiritual inheritance. What is our spiritual inheritance? What is it that Jesus passes on? <laughs> I should admit that I find I'm particularly tickled by what people choose to leave their friends and family. It gets pretty ridiculous, right? Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte bequeathed uh, bracelets made of strands of his hair to his family. <laughs> nice. New York real estate billionaire Leona Helmsley left $12 million to her dog, a Maltese named Trouble. Meanwhile, she left none to four of her grandkids. A Portuguese uh, aristocrat left his fortune to 70 total strangers randomly chosen from the phone book. <laughs> I love that. A 
apparently, apparently there's a there's a Fox Business show called Strange Inheritance that that tells some of these stories. I would have never come across this had I not been actually actively googling this. <laughs> but anyway, there's uh there it is. Um, there's one episode of this that talks about somebody who passes on uh, model train sets. Another one in which somebody uh, bequeaths. <laughs> A collection of Kleenex doilies, you know those little things that cover <laughs> Kleenex boxes. That's a good one. Uh, apparently, there's another one in which the son of a NASA chaplain inherits more than a hundred Bibles that went to the moon. <laughs> Here's another one that I that I actually really like. Uh, comedian Jack Benny, when he died in 1974, he included a provision in his will that. One red rose was to be delivered to his widow, Mary Livingston, every day for the rest of her life. Sweet. I know of no roses or fortunes coming my way. I sometimes wonder what my kids will want of mine. Will they want my surfboards, those old wetsuits, the instruments, or... uh, you know, what I want to give them, the most valuable gifts that I have, the treasures in heaven, as Jesus puts it in Matthew, the spoils of the God love life. Some of them they can understand and appreciate, but many of them they're not quite ready for yet. Today, Jesus starts the gospel passage saying something similar. As a reminder, we are in the farewell discourse. Jesus' statement to the disciples before Gethsemane, before he goes off to die. And he says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot hear them now. My kids, like many kids, love to put on my shoes and walk around the house. (laughs) As much as they love those shoes, they are not ready to inherit them yet. They have to grow into them. This is not uncommon in spiritual practices. In the classic uh, text of Christian mysticism called The Cloud of Unknowing, the anonymous author warns the reader not to pass the book on to anyone who is not both actively living out the teachings of Jesus and committed in prayer in the contemplative life. Similarly, the poet Rilke, as quoted on our bathroom wall, advises a young friend to live the questions instead of seeking answers. Live the questions. What will I do after I graduate? How do I survive without him or without her? Or in the words of Paul Simon, who will be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone, If we live the questions, someday the answers will not feel like the shoes of our fathers on our tiny, naked feet. Recently, 
my own dad learned that his kidneys are failing. He is on the transplant list in Georgia and is about to start dialysis. It's a big change for him and for my stepmother living there in Atlanta. This change has made me more grateful for my dad and for the time that we have together and more grateful for all the dads I have. As I get older, I seem to be acquiring dads. I'm adding fathers, stepfathers, fathers-in-law, churchy fathers, mentors, and those fathers make me more grateful for my own paternal uh, ancestry and for my divine father, our father, to whom we will all return. Amidst prayers for my dad in that transition, I wonder, will I have those same Problems. What health issues will I inherit? We all inherit some ailments from our gene pool. We also inherit the habits of our families. They are an emotional inheritance of which we must strive to become aware so that we stop cycles of violence and perpetuate habits of love. Awareness is important in that inheritance. Inheritance, all that we've been given and all that we pass on, be it material, spiritual, or emotional, can be so complicated. We need guidance to understand all that we inherit. As Jesus says in this passage, such is the work of the Spirit. The Spirit guides us to understand all that comes our way, all that has been passed down by the Father and the Son through the Mother and the Savior, the earth and her children. In the wake of climate change and mass species extinction, the psalm for today and verses like the meek shall inherit the earth have different tones, different understandings for us. To live into this reality, we need guidance. We need the Spirit to show us the way, the way that Jesus passed on our inheritance of self-giving love. That is what Jesus has passed on. That is our spiritual inheritance. That is what the triune God, the Trinity, has modeled. Giving of self. God, creator, gives of God's self in God begotten, in God the comforter. God begotten gives of God's self for God transcendent, in God imminent, God present, Spirit gives eternally. God gives of God's self and models self-giving to us. A model of love eternal. That is what we have to offer this world. Like God, like Jesus, we offer ourselves. Some 
will give themselves to environmental activism. Some will heal the sick and feed the hungry. Some will stand with the protesters in Hong Kong who have taken up the legacy, the inheritance of Tiananmen and stand up against extradition. Others will give of ourselves to the legacy of Stonewall and all that has followed in 50 years of struggle. We give ourselves to those we love, to what we love. However, love eternal manifests itself in you. The divine is leading you to share all that you have been given so that you may know a fraction of how immeasurably you are loved. Amen.